Hi, I am Nirmal Sarkar and you are listening to the Crypto Hub India podcast. We are a group of crypto enthusiasts and this podcast is nothing but a collection of our clubhouse live sessions where we discuss the latest crypto trends from India. Well, this also means you can directly participate on our clubhouse sessions and become a part of our next episode. Come join us. Visit cryptohubindia.com to get all our social links. Thank you. Yeah, so Rich, I agree to that. I agree to all these uh, values and stuff you mentioned, like why we are here and what we need to do. What is the problem, right? I agree to all that. I even agree that Bitcoin, uh, because we are uh, now in a digital world and everything is so digital, so we we should start accepting digital assets and why Bitcoin makes that. I I understand why it is so important and why it holds that value. But my my only question is like uh, something uh, which which can be changed by people, right? Uh, how can i make it a national or an uh, worldwide c- currency like there's like there's no regulation framework around it right if something goes wrong where i am going to complain against that is my only concern over here and like i am a techy guy i might still understand but these questions might be in minds of very uh, like very non tech savvy people that they'll say okay my money got lost i can go to bank get it but what will happen when my crypto will get lost or my bitcoin will get lost where will i go right for example in us canada if my i, my, I some fraud happens on my credit card the banks are liable to pay me back right so because they give they go with that 100000 dollars or maybe million dollar insurance which covers all such kind of fraud so they will pay me back but as a common man uh, who who is not that tech savvy and he loses his bitcoin where is he going to go so i am thinking from like an overall adapt adoption Uh, like how will that overall adoption happen because all- well we, it's the onus is all on us and what we can do to ourselves we can we can do to the rest of the world right um be uh, the change that you want to see in the world who said that yeah. there's a famous man who said that right, right? but so uh, but again mr gandhi rich but yeah, again so. one thing see you are a good person i am a good person right we all are good person we we are here to help humanity we are here to serve humanity but there there are bad people also in the system right like this entire bitcoin thing is against those kind of bad system and by bad thing only which, but this is what i'm trying to say which is what uh, i'm trying to say which is why we need to propagate the fact that we need to use wallets we shouldn't leave them on exchanges the fact that exchanges are vulnerable to attacks exchanges uh, are vulnerable to government uh, you know limitation a host of other things i i don't know what else it could come under we need to practice the fact that we need to move our currencies to hot wallets cold wallets when you have a larger sum and we need uh, to b- the best practices so that comes it's not easy it's not uh, given uh, that you know a set of rules defined by government this is what you should do this is what because there is no centralized entity here and that's where uh, it's a responsible community that uh, helps other people uh, you know deliver the message and deliver the best practices safe practices because you know the unfortunate part today that aside um you know we have sensationalized our media sensationalized stories like you know there are 400 million people today who have become dogecoin millionaires there are 200 people i'm i'm just using arbitrary numbers these are not factual by the way uh, you know you know what i'm trying to say right 
and unfortunately people get into all of these coins exactly. and they get rug pulled uh and that's that's the sorry part and tomorrow who uh these people who are actually who thought you know they could make uh, a quick buck or a fortune i don't know what it is in my view by the way it's just my personal view th- this is uh, a market which is only three trillion dollars right or close to three trillion dollars it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for each one of us in this in this room to make generational wealth even today but if you make the most right choices the most candid choices uh, take the right advice take the right suggestions do your own research and uh, you know invest uh, from a value perspective not not to invest you know uh, a lot of money into something which uh, can have you rug pulled uh, just because the returns are so fantastic just because you can buy uh, half a quadrillion of coins you know it's it's ridiculous yeah, some of these projects have the white papers by the way look so beautiful today in fact uh, they look uh, even better than bitcoin white paper for instance but you shouldn't fall for all of these gimmicks uh, i think you should uh, you know take lead uh, into something that is well established look at top 10 look at top 20 we should it is our our responsibility to educate our people our markets uh, to ensure they don't make you know bad choices they don't go down the wrong path and they become negative towards this just because they've got rug pulled uh, but you know you can only help as many as you can some are going to go down the wrong path true, true. rish may i chime in please okay uh, joshman uh, j- just to answer uh, your part uh, okay where to go so this is the first time where the citizens of this world now we we understand we are part of globalization right now and the rapid speed of technology which we are moving we are we are coming into a state of surveillance state okay we have cameras on everyone's mobile right now and we are giving that extreme power now slowly to the uh, governments and corporates in the na- in the name of artificial intelligence so where are we heading this will create a surveillance state the actual the real purpose of democracy was to have the power in the hands of people and which is what is now being taken over slowly and slowly by these technological innovations and this is where the bitcoin's power is right now okay so we as have to take you know um, responsible custodians we have to become responsible custodians and we have to ensure you know there are consequences for not following the steps or process so it is this blockchain itself the concept of you sending wrongly some bitcoins to somebody and losing it that is you have been careless about it simple as that there are consequences for wrong doings so till now in democracy we try to uh, create that awareness into the minds of people to take responsibility vote for the leaders i don't know how many of us really you know take that responsibility seriously and figure out who is the right person to vote in every election right so we are not coming I, I think community. we should start with voting first yes yes that's, <laughs> that's the problem that's that the problem bitcoin bitcoin is actually trying to create that kind of a responsible behavior into minds of uh, citizens we cannot hand over uh, uh, you know the uh, power, the freedom the freedom that democracy gives on a platter to government government is just set of people who are trying to know it's again going to create a monopolized entity like we had a few uh, you know years before democracy how it was running i am seeing the i mean everyone says the world is now heading towards that way even cbdc is a surveillance coin okay it it gives absolute power it gives already we are seeing the presidents of china and russia are now how many years these two people are uh, been presidents more than uh, 20 years now 30 years that is what 
socialism is. Is, is it right that uh, those two people are <laughs> have supposed to continue like that for uh, decades? No, I mean, democracy gives that opportunity to everyone. And that is what Bitcoin also gives, an opportunity to everyone to control the government. And why should government continue to track these things? I mean, just how the gold is cannot be tracked, how much gold is there. I mean, gold was there even before democracy was created. So can, can anybody give an account of uh, who, who owns that uh, ancestral property of gold of several billion, billions, right? Nobody nobody knows that. So this, this is the power that Bitcoin gives to individuals. So we should take this very seriously. And... And Bitcoin also solves the problem of retaining capitalism. Okay, we cannot uh, just let the socialism come back into our lives. And how you know surveillance state of China comes. <laughs> I think, I think yeah, there are different ways. You know, I mean, some rooms where they say Bitcoin is against capitalism. In some room they say Bitcoin is against communism. Bitcoin is against socialism. So I think political aspects everyone have their own. Uh, and mo- I have seen nowadays mostly the bitcoins are held by people who are rich or big banks. They can buy only the miners who would have initially mined the bitcoins when it was not that much popular they might be having uh, the bitcoins and i do not know what ideology they belong to but if you see today's trend right tesla michael saylor all these guys uh, this jp morgan whoever is coming into bitcoin they're kind of capitalist only so i don't think it has anything to do with any political ideology or something it is a good instrument which is kind of uh, bringing awareness in people just minute it does uh, does show that china banned China banned Bitcoin. It clearly shows it. Bitcoin is against socialism. So that is why they cannot say they cannot. Uh, government cannot control it. That's why they completely banned it. So it's an opportunity for the democracy and capitalism. Guys, let me put. That's, that's let me give you. Let me give you a slightly different twist. Okay, I've been thinking about this quite hard. Uh, well, of course, Bitcoin is now owned the majority of twelve million Bitcoin, more than fifty percent, right, uh, are owned by Wales. Right. These guys got into it very early. They realized you know, the Rothschilds, the you know the power, the rich and powerful. I I don't know who they are, but they own the majority of it. They manipulate markets just like the stock markets. The the manipulation swings are crazy, absolutely crazy. Today there was a swing of ten percent. I mean, you're not going to see such swings, but uh, in in uh, you know stabilized markets, right? Uh, stock market today, what Sensex, BSE Sensex was, uh, what, I don't know, 1,500 points. Uh, but what was uh, Bitcoin? It was massive, right? The swing was much, much significant. My point is, uh, I'm as much as, as much as I tend to sound like a Bitcoin maxi, to be really honest, I'm not. I think, uh, you know, while Bitcoin uh, is fantastic, it's uh, super uh, as a depreciating asset. The asset class and it's there for the long term guys have gotten to it early i'm not saying the whales but people like you and me uh, it's fantastic for us but i think there is an opportunity here to make generational wealth not just from bitcoin but from those projects or from those uh, companies um, you know who are doing an amazing job like uh, i think uh, ethereum takes the cake uh, at least so far in terms of what this brilliant kid vitalik buterin achieved by creating the smart contracts uh, and integrating it into the platform for DeFi for smart contracts i mean the use case is so phenomenal uh, there is going to be many more uh, we are seeing this uh, market cap which is um, 2.7 it in june it was 1.2 trillion now it's 2.7 in a matter of 10 years i think it's going to cross easily 10 trillion dollars right uh, much earlier than that 
in a matter of the the first trillion dollars took uh, i'm sorry the first 100 billion dollars took uh, about uh, i think 6 or 7 years correct me if uh, somebody knows the statistics correctly and the dates the next uh, 900 billion dollars took uh, less than i think quarter of the time so what i'm trying to say is for the path to 100 trillion dollars i don't think is going to be 100 years i think it's going to be in the next 15 years 15 to 20 years maximum i don't think it's going to go beyond that so what i'm trying to say is here is an opportunity for all of us uh, if you are if you are making the right choices if you look at the right project and to invest on the right um, you know asset and or set of assets i don't think we should just invest on one neither we should invest on 25 different ones it's it's foolhardy to invest on so many uh, i think there is a fantastic opportunity for all of us um, you know to uh, you know make a lot of money and to make a lot of money in the sense uh, to invest and make generational wealth not just for us but for for our offsprings as well hey guys anyway so i've got to get going i'm going to be around for another couple of minutes hearing you guys but it's been fantastic sharing the room uh, i thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak and uh, you know over to you guys thank you rish uh, you and your group has been doing awesome job uh, you know educating people about crypto so guys if you don't know crypto ce is a very a great informative uh, group about crypto and these guys are running their rooms day and night and i think they have 100 or more than 100 moderators who start rooms they they kind of educate people on various um uh, topics like uh, defi yield farming pools uh, rebase and stuff like that so follow their group and you'll learn a lot hey anytime uh, joshman happy to help uh, you know uh, anybody well charity starts at home first and therefore i'm dedicating a lot more time to my country now thank you yeah i think uh, rish made a really good points i think in terms of making money definitely it has made lot of people millionaire multimillionaire in some cases we have seen bitcoin so definitely that will stay at least for some time uh but at the same time uh the fluctuating nature that was we have been discussing like in up and down 10% 15% it's not like your typical stock market right where if it is down then there will be a lower circuit then it is up then it will be an upper circuit so that uh, we won't see that much impact on the local uh, population of any country like in case of india we have both, uh, upper and lower circuit in case if it like running like crazy something happened news or anything in the background we know that uh, the government will put an upper circuit beyond a point same thing will happen when it is falling the government has shut down actually stock market for some time uh, in case of lower circuit too because market has been acting crazy so again there are some safeguards uh, for a normal investor because normal investor even though there are so many safeguard in your stock markets even after that the normal investor right now lose lots and lots of they have lost their generational wealth into the stock market and if you realize in some of the crashes and 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 that's true and uh, that's the situation which is there for a normal layman if you look at uh, the normal iq of a investor i don't want to ridicule anyone but it is not that great not everybody is a financial wizard there are people uh, there if there are 100 million wallets in india i'm pretty sure that out of 100 million wallets there would be just 1 2% of the people who would be actually able to realize a value out of it or maybe may be able to make a bug out of it 
most of the things will die down in the fluctuation itself. They will just get scared. Oh, it's down by 10%. Let me sell it. So they will sell it for a loss. And even now that thing is happening. I've met people. I've talked to people who have lost money in that. Because again, they are the same people who lost money in the stock market too. Right? But here again, uh, are, are we saying that uh, uh, though it is open to a normal investor, uh, are we saying that it is just the smarter ones who will rule the world? Who will be the financial wizards and everything and there would be no safeguard for uh, such kind of investors that's that's what the problem comes in right and uh, again you can put any number of regulation on it but how will you control the fluctuation but it is not controlled by one single entity or one single entity that's that's another problem so this fluctuating nature right whether it is a currency whether it is an asset whatever you want to call it at the end of the day that's the major problem even in terms of asset no asset goes up and down like this no and again at the same time people who are sitting in the market now the governments, uh, if, even if it happens in any of the stock market or any other, uh, you know, a commodity market, government always exercise their right and always exercise their power to shut it down, put up a lower circuit or an upper circuit, whatever the case is, right? So now that's that's how it is uh, in terms of uh, trading uh, Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. There is no fluctuation. It is all based on the market. So if a few investors, few people wanted to jack up price, they can always do that. And it will kill the local population. Imagine one tweet of Elon Musk can push Dogecoin price to a sky level. People started pouring in, people started buying. Imagine people who have taken an exit and uh, then people who failed to take an exit and then it got crashed. What will happen to the money that uh, the people have put in who were just in a frenzy because uh, their producers and everybody is buying into it, right? Buying into that store. That's how the stock market manipulation happened. There is no SEC to check that. Did SEC, uh, if he has done it with the Tesla stock, which he has done it, he got a notice from SEC. He's still going on to these hearings because he tried to do market manipulation with his tweets, Tesla tweets. He had been called up in a board. He had been like ridiculed in, in the board meeting itself. We know what happened, right? We know the repercussion that happened for his tweet where he was trying to manipulate the market, at least the Tesla stock. And he has done that multiple times with the cryptocurrencies now. Is there any action by SEC? Does SEC has a right to do that? People who have lost money in Dogecoin, does a SEC have a right to blame Elon Musk for that, for that manipulation? Or is there a way to, uh, you know, make Elon Musk pay a fine or, a, you know, uh, put up a punishment against that? No, that's how the major problem comes in. If you are a person who is influential, if you have a, access to all the social media, then people listen to you. And uh, imagine the few set of people who does that and people hold that power. There are few set of people in the world that hold that power. Their value in the Twitter market and their value in the Instagram and the other market is very, very high as compared to a person who is sitting in a small town in India. Now, if that person put up a tweet or if that person wanted to manipulate that entire market, they have all the way to do. And government has no way to safeguard that. If he has done that with Tesla stock, there would be an upper circuit the next day, which happened, right? And that has happened in the past as well for so many stocks. That's why there is an SEC. There is a, in case of India, there is SEBI because these are the things that are tracked when it comes to stock. But at the same time, you can do any number of manipulation with your cryptocurrency, any type of currency. And just people will just follow that. 
just to say in between ishwarji very valid point that you made that the stocks and everything that uh, government is there what about mlm uh, mlm projects and what about yeah, like see, you know just to give an example i, one I second, agree one with second, you uh, mlm one companies second. which one, yeah. one second ishwarji just to give an example there was a company called qnet it got transferred to q gold in which bamanirani kids all celebrities that you know of like it was ventured in four years there and then it was banned out of many countries in the mediterranean even south country south states like uh, i think tamil nadu in kerala banned it after four years like you know this is a complete mlm project and just venturing in like a binary and networking and like you know cases running in and nobody getting arrested they were influential people celebrities doing it and people entering into it getting their money like you know mereko malum hai qatar hi qatar thi delhi mein like you know supreme court and people like crying like you know suicide committing in front of police station government nothing doing about yeah that is very unfortunate and uh, look at the cases that happened with charda charda chit fund right exactly. lot of people exactly. lost their money in the charda exactly. chit fund also and then there is another case of pearl if you know that case the, his the owner of that pearl mlm was uh, selling uh, i thought on land uh, uh, this was an mlm scheme of selling land you just do a google search i don't i don't remember what their exact model was uh, he is still in there uh, jail nirmal bhangu something that was the name of that guy he is still in jail he had duped so many investors look at shubhato roy right he spent his time he paid his dues also right he had to sell many of his properties he spent one one and a half years in jail there are some influential people who get away with it but still there are some people who get caught into it look at what happened to the yes bank guy right look yeah at, uh, you're talking about look at, look at he stocks. was very influential स्मार्ट लॉयर्स हू फाइंड अ वे आउट ऑफ इट बट अगेन देर इज अ फ्रेमवर्क इन्वॉल्व दैट कीप दीज इलीगल एक्टिविटीज एट बे those companies are not operating right now though they were able to get away with that money though they were able to get away with all these uh, you know whatever they have duped number of people x number of people but at the end of the day they are not operating right so imagine after uh, having those fluctuation and uh, people losing money in bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency they will operate even after doing all those activities once these uh, sharda chit fund or any other chit fund or any other scam come into light they will shut down and run away it the problem is the government is not able to uh, you know uh, have a hold of these guys but at the end of the day they are still not operational right at least you have a relief that no other person will put up a money again in this and uh, get duped Because i just people... mentioned it's been yeah, yeah. functioning it's still functioning 6 years down the line sharik used to promote 10 years down the line it was amir khan mm-hmm. used to promote you can search it's the biggest scam in india q gold when q that's that's very unfortunate maybe some people have uh, uh, you know complained against it uh, maybe they have a bigger ties but at the end of the day if they were found uh, there are many people who got cheated and uh, they complained about it definitely some action would be taken because i see i have not heard of uh, the qnet or whatever the name that you are saying but i know the subroto roy and all those big wigs and even the yes yeah, bank they are all stock people they are all yes bank people. one pmc yes. guys and that pearl guy then we have uh, uh, already guys. we have vijay malia nirav modi doing yeah, the opposite so every every big wigs has <laughs> been nailed so yeah. at least uh, some or the other level either they are not in india or they are like uh, uh, 
uh, you know, even this guy uh, that uh, other Mehul Choksi and all, they were also running some kind of an MLM scam. Um, I feel, uh, I feel uh, that is the reason why that is the reason why I was why, why I was putting up my argument when I mentioned senators and big big corporates are neck deep into it. So I think when influential and powerful people get into it, it's very hard to like you know uh, get away with it. Like yeah. you know, it's it's the masses who lose money. It's the masses. Yeah, I, I, this is exactly the reason, right? Ishwar, you're right. Uh, you know, uh, when you said that, it's very, very unfortunate things where people try to lose money. So I, I don't know if many of you have heard about this guy called Max Kaiser. He was uh, he's a journalist who has been a pro Bitcoiner since uh, the you know when Bitcoin started. So this guy quotes that no other cryptocurrency deserves to exist in the space except Bitcoin. Okay, this. The blockchain and the Bitcoin concept was created for that to be completely decentralized and uh, to be treated as what uh, to become a currency. But right now, it is a store of value. So, because of this market manipulations, now the 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 thing of uh, swings that we say there was an era for Bitcoin which was pre Michael Saylor and post Michael Saylor. Okay, the kind of education that guy gives, if you just listen to his binge watch his YouTube videos. I mean, it's it's a great educational content and the clarity that he gives from all different aspects. Name it physics, maths, economy, um, sociology, sociology, political. There are so many facets for Bitcoin, actually, where he says so many things are being solved. So it is principled, uh, uh, you know, it has some principles behind it, which no other coins can claim, no cryptocurrency can claim. Okay, so what, what I would say is, you know, in the crypto world, the Bitcoin will... Be the only one that will remain or survive. All others will eventually fade away. I think there are a few more people in the room if they want to make a statement, like Chandu or Yoni have come up. <laughs> and, uh, Sorry, I was in the other room. I'm listening on my headphones. Hey guys, loving the space and the discussion. This is Yvonne. Um, and I love everything that you guys are talking about. And I just wanted to mention, because you sparked this in me in this discussion, um, I live here in the United States, but obviously that's why I popped in because, you know, um, the whole Bitcoin and cryptocurrency thing is is a worldwide phenomenon that is, you know, affecting everyone, whether positive or negative. And one thing that I just wanted to mention as, you know, uh, things are continuing to evolve. Now we have the metaverse and all this kind of stuff, but related to what you guys were discussing, like with the MLM and all these other kind of things and some of these rug pulls and stuff like that. Me personally, I, I kind of, I mean, it's unfortunate that those things happen, but I always try to look at the opportunity in things. And one of the things that I personally love about this space is because, I, by the way, I have a background. Uh, I used to live in New York for, for many, many years, and I actually worked on Wall Street. Uh, I worked in investment banking. I also um, did uh, trading and stuff like that in the regular stock market. So I have a background in those kind of things. And my background, originally from Louisiana, I didn't know anything about the stock market. My family, my upbringing, they're in the South. You know, a lot of people don't really talk about money and, and things like that. You know, so it's I, I basically completely educated myself when I ended up in New York at a very young age. And, you know, what was Wall Street all about when I never even heard about Wall Street in my household when I was growing up. So for me, having that education that I got, being able to literally live in that environment and engross myself in that. That's one thing that I have noticed with the cryptocurrency era, like you guys are talking about, and I've actually mentioned this in other rooms because I'm very, very passionate about 
educating people in this space as I myself continue to get educated in the space, right? Bringing my background in the stock market and in trading and things like that with regular Wall Street related to this, but then also other things outside as an entrepreneur, like with MLMs and all these other kind of things. And what I kind of see it as is an opportunity to be able to educate people in the financial arena who don't have that kind of background, who don't have that education because of the governments and the controlling of the money or the people who are the whales and, you know, who are the one percenters and things like that, who have all of the wealth that have the education or in their household were around it. So at least they were privy to it to some um who, who have the education to know a lot about these things. And what I've said to some people is when you go to most people on average, do not trade in the stock market directly themselves or even invest in a stock directly themselves. Most people use 401ks, they use Roth IRAs, you know, they all hear about that through their companies and all this kind of stuff, but they themselves don't have the financial education in invest. And they literally just, you know, kind of autopilot everything in. And what I personally um, am seeing as I'm being the observer in this whole space, that's why I like to pop into different rooms, right? Because we're all learning and growing with this, is that people, the average public who don't have that education are starting to dive into some of these smaller, you know, altcoins and all that kind of stuff because they are seeing it as an opportunity to 10x or 100x or whatever. And I'm not saying that that's not possible to do, but the problem is they have no educational background whatsoever in investing, which is why the SEC, because you guys were talking about that here in the United States, you know, they regulate. I mean, if you're going to be a day trader, you have to have a minimum of $25,000 in your trading account, and you have to keep that $25,000 in your trading account to be able to trade throughout the day. So technically, you have to have more than that, right? So there are all these rules and regulations there to help protect people essentially from getting into that so that they don't lose all of their money, which is what you guys are talking about. And what I'm finding is because anybody can go on, you know, coinbase.com or any of these wallets and any of these exchanges and buy these coins when they've never even purchased a stock themselves. And the reason I'm saying I see this as an opportunity from my perspective is because, and again, being very passionate about it, it's an opportunity for those of us who do have an educational background in the in, in investment banking, in the stock market, and all these kind of things, even though the cryptocurrency is still its own shebang, right? Let's just be real about that. To educate so many people who've never even invested themselves directly. So to be able to have the opportunity to educate them within the space, within managing their own money, within knowing compound interest, within knowing you know, how to do these things, when to get in and stuff like that and be smart about it. So that's kind of, I just wanted to add, I mean, there's so much more I could discuss about it, but I would love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Cause I'm kind of personally, I've literally said when I started learning all this stuff that I wish in the United States they have where, you know, it's mandatory to learn a foreign language. And I'm not saying that's not important and relevant, but it, they don't have, they don't have financial education. You learn English, you learn other languages and they have all these courses, even in high school. And yet, you know, when you go off to college, you get a checking account or you can apply for a credit card and no one even teaches anything about financial literacy in high school. So I'm actually kind of excited about it for that. It's unfortunate that people are jumping in that don't have that education, but it is an opportunity for those of us who do to be able to, you know, help people out who want to jump into this space 
to give them that education that they don't currently have. And it's not being offered in a regular, you know, standard school system. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's the same for India, you know, and even in some of the poverty stricken areas in India, they don't have that information available to them. So that's why I feel it's so important to be able to educate them in this space so that they don't lose their money. I would love to hear anyone's thoughts on that. This is Ivana. Yeah, it's awesome that uh, you you came here and uh, try to tell some words which which you want to educate people. Uh, yeah, I am very glad that you are doing that. Thank you for that. And like I mean, is Sundar who made yeah. the point that uh, like except Bitcoin, another coin uh, deserve to be existed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's yeah. right. So I mean, like uh, yeah. you, uh, like I mean. Yeah, except, I mean, Bitcoin has its value proposition, but other than Bitcoin, I mean, what are the other coins trying to do? I mean, like, are they trying to be replace Bitcoin as in the as in the sense as in a money as in terms of asset or are they are the decentralized businesses? I mean, if they are decentralized businesses, I mean, like, of course, the, the blockchain, I mean, if you think the blockchain technology has a potential, there is an immense potential for the businesses. I mean, I'm not talking about the evaluations they have make sense or not. I mean, the point that which except Bitcoin, another coin deserve to be existed. Yeah, that's a little hyperbolic. Don't yeah. Yeah, maybe you're you're right. So uh, I I just wanted to um, you know make a point that they, they should be coming under to be should be treated as companies basically. They they're coming up with use cases and applications which are similar to how companies are run, and they had their I, ICOs similar to IPOs. So which is that they had a pre you know pre-launch sales you know discounted price offer to select few customers you know, and after that they launch it and then you know they make it public. And this this is this is exactly how uh, companies go about uh, starting their you know uh, ventures. So they, that that in the world real world can be done with uh, databases, which is being done already. Uh, maybe the feature of smart contract is something you know uh, that, that's part of uh, Ethereum, which has brought it. Maybe that has a use case. So maybe they should be treated as companies rather and businesses rather than you know as currencies. That, yeah, and, and, and to add to that, um, I, and I love that you said that, because here's the thing, too. Again, some of these, uh, the, the problem, like you guys said, is not having the regulation, right? Because there are some of these altcoins, some of these that come in, and they are doing these rug pull things. Uh, from, from a business perspective, though, there are companies, because, I mean, any kind of startup company, when you're starting an entity, either you have to have your own funding, it's through your family or through yourself, or you try to get lending from a bank, but a lot of that is initial investors. And those investors have to be accredited investors. And once again, that goes back to, they have to have you know, a certain amount of liquidity in their, in their actual assets to be able to even invest in it. And that's why you have that, is to protect them when they, when they do, you know, if it's a company's private and it's a startup and they're raising funds for that. So the thing with, with the um, ICOs and with the altcoins and stuff like that, is because it is an opportunity for other other businesses who are getting started to be able to go to the general public. Now, again, if they have good intentions, right? I mean, like one personally that I'm invested in related to this subject is called Setama. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard about that. I personally am invested in it. I found out about it. And one of the things that I really love about it related to this topic is because they're doing initial funding. They have... Um, actual specifics that they're doing, but it is actually, uh, it's an LLC entity, 
where they're raising funds. Part of what they do is education in this space. And that's the, one of the reasons why I'm invested in it, because I'm passionate about the project. But essentially, instead of them going to accredited investors as private investors and having to pitch their books to be able to raise that fund. Um, and the guy actually worked with Warren Buffett for many years. But not only is it an LLC, so they're an actual entity that is utilizing their coin to be able to raise capital to fund their business. So that's absolutely happening. And it's incredible because instead of being limited to only accredited investors with some of these people that are starting these altcoins, it's a way for them to have that you know, cash flow and to have that through the coins as a utility. I mean, there's so many levels to it. The unfortunate part about this is, is that, again, I know the research. I know how to do that research. But most people who see these things coming out, like Shiba Inu and things like that, that don't even have a utility foundation and even Dogecoin for that matter, because it was kind of a spoof on Elon Musk. Now they're actually trying to utilize it as a utility and it's starting to move in that direction. But I mean, a lot of other these other ones that are coming out because it got so big, now they're actually trying to do the utility in it. But initially, they didn't really have anything back behind it. So it was people like you guys are saying, just kind of phoning in and being like, oh, I heard about this thing and it might can make you rich and they're jumping in. And again, they don't know to look at the foundational background of what is this thing actually going to do? Are they gonna do anything? Is it a corporation and things like that? That's why it's so important to have the education. I mean, with so I do think that some of these have the possibility and capability of being able to do that. And again, we're still at the very beginning, only four to 5% of the world population is even in the cryptocurrency market, even though it's at such a high level. Um, of market cap, but I mean, that's just something else to keep in mind. And the problem is without having some of these regulations, like you guys were talking about earlier, that's where some of the rug pulls and things like that come into play. So there is opportunity there. Um, anyway, that's just my two cents on that. So yep, I'm specifically fantastic. Well, one, uh, yeah. The way you articulated is excellent. I mean, you're putting in the right words, you know, which in, in the way in the financial uh, world, how they speak in the financial world. So uh, we're glad and, and it's really important that the education part is missing. You know, uh, the technology is uh, running at the speed of light and people are, have still have to catch up and we have a lot of work to do. And this is uh, what I hear even in uh, plenty of other Bitcoin spaces where, you know, education is the key. Uh, we have to expand the knowledge across the masses as soon as possible so that they don't get uh, rug pulled here and there with these kind of things. So basically these crypto, other cryptocurrencies, are, they're just hiding behind the, uh, the name of coins, but basically they're stocks or shares. And they're not calling it and they're just calling it as coins. Yeah, you are actually Sundar, you are, you are halfway right there. I mean, like, yeah, everything is a decentralized businesses, whether they call it coin or they call it share, whatever it is. Right now, I mean, I think I think most of the space, even, even, even though they are running a decentralized businesses, which can come under the regulation. So, I mean, what they as long as they are completely decentralized and uh, they want to use it like a coin or whatever it whatever they name it. So, I mean, it, it's it's a easy way to move around i mean run around the regulations but as you said like i mean uh, other than the bitcoin and if you see the if you see lot of other tokens or other coins people are talking them as an assets so i mean like uh, if you if you look at them like a business and the business potential and i mean uh, yeah you 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 can do the you you can do its own evaluations but right now the space is not talking like that the space is talking as if everything is 
assets in the crypto space that's why like i mean the education part which uh, which uh, I, uh, i mean i can't pronounce her name but yeah and she and uh, sundar was talking about yeah education space and especially this altcoin space i mean if if uh, if you if uh, if we if we understand that 95% of all the altcoins are going to going to zero and you are just investing in a random altcoin just because in uh, opportunity saying that you can you can 10x your money like within within days or within months or in this cycle so like i mean at the end of the day you are taking someone else money at the end of the day it, it, it is going to be zero so as long as it's a, it has a it holds the value in the long term so you are not creating any kind of value in the space so you are not even grabbing any kind of value in the space so that, that's why like i mean lot of people get wrecked in this uh, in the in the crypto market thinking that uh, they are buying at the top thinking that it will 10x more uh, i mean it it will go 10x even at, even from there from from that point yeah i mean for that reason education and uh, looking at uh, own research and learning about things is more very very important before getting yeah like education and uh, also mentioned and somebody mentioned saitama i guess so i guess yes like me and i can talk about joshman we have watched saitama i think and yoni mentioned like uh, we were there in the rundown room i guess we have been following them for a couple of months or maybe 3 4 months back so tbeck and stuff yeah so it's a good project and me and manish have bought something i guess with saitama yeah, i think uh, if you look at from the average investor point of view right we uh, my team has been doing a lot of projects for wealth management we, i primarily work with banking blockchain ai these technologies so we done a lot of projects for wealth management department also and we have done these robo advisor project where we uh, create these robo advisor that advises how to uh, you know make their portfolio make customers how the customers can make their portfolio how much stock they can keep how much gold and commodity and the property and the, all those things it will take some of the information from you and then it will spew that this is the right portfolio for your age demographic and uh, whatever wealth and financial literacy that you hold so as part of some of these solution within india as well as within us and europe we have done it across india uh, across the world so we usually map investors and see how much financial literacy is there and the data is available with the banks and data is available uh, with the some of the executives and the teams who are running uh, these shows right and with the rms also uh, uh, the advisors who typically are in this job and uh, it is not surprising to know that at least 95% or 96% of the investors who are using the services who are even not using the services as well the general amount of financial literacy not only in india but in us and the other countries as well is very very low so they don't know what uh, most of the assets that they are buying what does that even mean that's the problem they are buying the stock if you ask why they have bought this company stock uh, because they usually do as part of their service and they don't have an answer to that question as well the answer would be my uncle has told me to do so my aunt has told me to do so or my friend has told me to do so because as a general Uh, population if you see the i don't want to say the iq level but the investor uh, uh, you know information level that that is so low uh, that you can't like uh, put everybody in the same bracket even if you like uh, you know say top of your voice that everybody should be financially literate and everybody should know all these things and uh, i you know we all should take a uh, pledge that today we will educate everybody that we will meet in our path that how they will how they can uh, do the investment safe investment even then it is a very difficult job because people has been trying to do for years banks has been trying it to do for years 
आरबीआई हैज अ सेपरेट डिपार्टमेंट कॉल्ड सीईपीडी व्हिच इज कंज्यूमर एजुकेशन एंड प्रोटेक्शन डिपार्टमेंट दे आर डूइंग लॉट ऑफ कैंपेन्स एंड यू नो म्यूचुअल फंड सही है एंड ऑल दोस थिंग्स दैट आर हैपनिंग फॉर इयर्स बट एट द एंड ऑफ द डे इफ यू लुक एट द आईक्यू लेवल ऑफ अ जनरल इन्वेस्टर इन एनी कंट्री आई एम नॉट इवन जीरोइंग इंडिया इन दिस केस any country because we have done it for a uh, global wealth management player as well in us so i know the kind of persona that we made right the uh, the archetype that we made for a general investor we know that how uh, what what are the number of people of which falls under the low financial literacy bucket and it's very very huge not everybody is ben graham and not everybody is warren buffet right so if, if i read intelligent investor yesterday then uh, next day suddenly i won't become a value investor it requires multiple years of practice and acumen to do that to do that i am if if that's the case then i have uh, read it like 20 years back i would have been a financial wizard but that's not the case right that's not the case with most of the people right it's also about how you use your knowledge uh, in the general market i've seen smartest people losing money forget about the people who are illiterate they will lose their life savings they don't even know that this much amount of money that they have to invest and in, this is how they have to make the portfolio right which is a low risk portfolio they will have 20 rupees or they will have like 10000 rupees they believe that somebody is saying that it can uh, double overnight they will put it into a shady coin and then they will lose all that's how the basic investors thinks that's how the chit fund and all the other things uh, uh, you know propagate that, their uh, education that uh yeah invest in this uh, so and so called uh, investment scheme and tomorrow your money will get doubled or within a month your money will get doubled and they will show you all these uh, graphs and all these uh, you know testimony from people that uh, it has done it wonders for them and it will do wonders for him you also so that's the case with the general investor even though whatever mode of medium you try how much you want to educate people but at the end of the day if you look at the general the basic average level of education for an investor is pretty low and that's the number coming from most of the wealth department of most of the banks who who is who are in the advisory in this advisory that's why uh, you know uh, there are cases even if you have an advisor there are uh, issues that happen with your own personal advisor because you have to check your advisor too whether they are advising you right or wrong so if you go to any of the transaction platform you have to uh, you know tick tick mark that option that you have taken an advice from an investor uh, or so, so from an advisor or somebody else because they wanted to see whether you have been guided correctly and uh, that's why the brokerage are tracking all these things and uh, that's why uh, even the wealth uh, departments are uh, tracking these things so from that point of view uh, we have to be careful people who have are educated who have done their research even after that there are chances that they will not be able to make money in this right but at the same time people who are lucky people who knows uh, their stuff they are people who has done that people who had made by millions over it definitely there are chances as well but that cannot be true for everybody who is jumping on these things that's how the bubbles are created that's how the dot com bubble was created in 2000 where people were thinking that uh, the the digital will take over and everything will be digital and uh, you will have website uh, everywhere every company will have websites and every company will have all the digital products and then suddenly the entire digital market came down and that's called the 2000 dot com bubble same thing happens with the your 2018 real estate when the prices were going up and up and up and suddenly it got crashed so that's how the bubbles are created when you have so many people uh, you know uh, blindly uh, going after so and so things and then it uh, 
it, it was believed that it will always go up and then suddenly it goes crashing down. So that's that's how we have to be real careful as an investor, right? And whenever we are on the forum, when we are, we are on the open forum, we are suggesting people something, there we have to be a little careful what words we are saying. Maybe there are somebody who will put in their life saving after hearing us and uh, they will lose their money and then blame it on us. So that's something that we have to be careful. Absolutely. Uh, oh, um, who is that? Sisla? I don't know if I said that right, but you and my... Oh, yeah. No, I I was uh, just gonna, you know, share my thoughts on what was said earlier. Yeah, uh, very nice, Yuan. Uh, it was uh, uh, great to hear your thoughts. Yeah, as, uh, you know, Ishwar said well, very well, uh, or sorry, as Sundar said, very well articulated. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for being here. So, yeah, uh, there was a discussion on other coins and altcoins. So I just wanted to, you know, share my two cents or two sats on this. So quickly, uh, like, I personally believe that, you know, the other uh, tokens, you know, they they might look like businesses, but they're uh, bootstrapped in an entirely different way, you know, uh, from how companies are bootstrapped and launched. So that being said, yeah, yeah, company is a model that has been established like uh, two, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago, maybe, and you know, has evolved since then. So it is very robust in being able to bootstrap or uh, bootstrap an idea, you know, or an innovation, invention, a business distribution channel, whatever it might be. So keeping that in mind, right? Like the other, you know, yeah, maybe the five ten percent of the folks in crypto uh, are actually building public goods, right? Like open source tools, you know, sovereign systems, uh, any of the chains that are used in the enterprise world, uh, they're primarily originated, you know, their roots are somewhere in open source. So, you know, any, like, yeah, eventually all these systems will evolve and you know, every organization might want their own chain and so on and so forth. So, you know, when, when we are building such tools, yeah, like, uh, community-based bootstrapping is important and, you know, that has been a model that has been ignored by you know, technology since a very long time, you know, the illusion was, you know, only, uh, you know, money or currency, you know, yes, all these are assets in one way, you know, personally, I look at, you know, uh, a lot of these tokens as assets, because yeah, that's where I believe there'll be growth, you know, I might not know the next, you know, I might not know stocks, I might not, I might not be an accredited investor, but I might understand, you know, who a creator is, you know, I might be able to bet on him, you know, using social you know, I use, uh, I might be able to bet on, you know, blockchain projects if I'm aware of the community and the technology, right? So there is an opportunity, right? Like, and as everyone said, literacy is very important and it is important that we educate people on this, but it's not to discard the guys that are actually building in the space. Uh, most like Bitcoin is just like, uh, has a ledger of the transactions ethereum as everyone knows you know has like a programmable layer you know evm and then you know there are other uh, systems and change too so this way we are enabling building public goods that will you know push the way forward right linux without having any of this achieved a lot and right now as we know the power composability of linux 98% of like world servers run on linux so keeping that in mind you know pushing this massive push towards building public goods open source uh, technology right you know even you know tesla tesla's entire car should be open source you know that's what i believe we'll see how that works but uh, yeah when that's done anyone can build their own ev right like if they have those resources or they can build like modified better versions you know uh, invest more 
uh, efforts into safety you know an ngo can invest into you know uh, something else and so on and so forth so yeah there are a lot of opportunities and if we look at these tokens less like businesses and more like you know being able to uh, progress towards uh, you know uh, having these public goods available to all of us i think that'll be a very optimistic future definitely uh, that's like an ideal state but uh, it is definitely you know valuable and uh, the participation you know your participation also becomes much more interesting and less speculative so yeah thank yeah and something uh, related to um i i love this discussion you guys it's so so important to have these discussions because it is all of this stuff is very new um it is it is a movement within the human consciousness of how everything is going to be shifting and and god bless that man um for creating this because you know it was meant to happen it's going to be interesting to see how things unfold um but uh, related to what you guys were saying in regards to the currency and here's another thing that's fascinating right because again i i with my background i research everything so and I'm always forward thinking and I've actually been blessed with the opportunity to work with you know very wealthy people multi multi millionaires I've even had the opportunity to work with a billionaire for a period of time and that was an incredible education even though I was supporting him in some things and it's but to the to the fact of you know again educating people in the space that's why it's so important because wealthy people do know how to do a lot of this stuff but also the forward thinking of people within this space because i mean i know you guys i'm sure i'm assuming right and i think i read in a couple of bios um are you know a privy to the metaverse and that whole thing happening and man i i've been diving into that and i mean it, it's kind of crazy when you start diving into some of that stuff but i don't know if you got i'm sure you guys have heard about sand which is the sandbox and then mana and things like that again going back to things creating their own currency in these you know all of that being based on obviously bitcoin being the king with things like that right like the us dollar um or um i think it's rupees for you guys and like the yen and stuff like that but what i find fascinating about this and again this is you know this is kind of out there but that's what's happening within this space and now with the metaverse is it, with sand they they have um their digital currency with that and they're actually utilizing that and i'm sure you guys have heard this on some of their platforms so people can go on uh the sandbox and they're they're in a, um working and facebook obviously they mentioned that with the metaverse and stuff like that so i mean it's a movement of these things that are coming and we're at the beginning of this stuff and with sand they're actually um and is their spins like adidas actually did sand uh coinbase i so i and think and actually search people are buying this virtual real estate land and some of that stuff honestly i mean like it, it can like totally you know be overwhelming when you're learning all these new things within that space and stuff like that but it's moving very very rapidly and what i find interesting in that is even though bitcoin was one who started this initial move that is what i'm kind of seeing happening is where some of these other things are creating their own platform now i do feel and their own currency that bitcoin obviously because it's the foundation kind of like gold is for the dollar here right so um but what i've noticed in that is they're having where they essentially on that on that platform they're having their own currency that's what's happening with some of these things so people that go on this uh sand um they they have a gaming platform there where when you go into it they're actually releasing it on monday on the 20th 
and there alpha stage where people are actually able to get into this program and and you know kind of feel it out. But the gamers, so people are in there creating virtual metaverse worlds. They're gaming in these spaces, and the people who are the ones who are testing it out before it's officially launched to the public in the in the um, alpha test. ओके obviously end up selling that currency that you're earning within that space so the gamers are playing the game in the space and and earning that crypto within that space now if you're you can obviously trade that yourself and and sell it and then buy bitcoin or or what have you or trade it back to the US dollar but i find that fascinating that these other platforms are basically generating or creating rather and then generating their own currency like with bat that's another one um Uh, BAT is the ticker and that's actually they're you they're working with the Brave network which is a browser that's really big into privacy and the Brave network has adopted that that people who actually watch ads on there are able to generate the bat coin or token and and every time they see an ad and things like that for actually spending time on that space but in addition to that they're also having that anyone that wants to advertise on that space has to be uses bat as the currency to be able to advertise on that space so just in the forward thinking of how things are progressing and again it's happening really really fast i find that fascinating in lieu of how they're kind of creating their own currency through these uh, crypto tokens that they're creating for these different platforms i'd love to hear anyone's input thank you thank you uh, for your inputs i think you need to charge your phone right that's what you say No, I actually I'm I'm kind of I always have it charged. It was my darn connection. Sorry about that. Okay. Where are you? Are you in US? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, United States. Oh, I hope you don't use AT&T. That sucks. I used to use it and I think T-Mobile is better. Okay. Uh let's move to Ankit. We have two Ankits. I was away for a while so I do not know if the green demon Ankit has gone. Little demon Ankit, have you have you already made your points or No, I don't think Flaker Flaker has flown away. Flaker oh, yeah, Flaker hasn't yeah. spoken yet. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. He's shaking. He's there to listen, I guess. Yeah, that demon okay. is very cute. Ah, huh? is it? An- yeah, exactly. Yeah, and get yeah. You should at least put Flaker. You know, you are our own person. <laughs> no, if you hop, if you hop in, then you can see Flaker. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Okay. Vivan, uh, just to have a point, I'm so a pro Bitcoiner. I don't uh, discuss about any other altcoins. I'm not into them. And guys, and thanks a lot for this opportunity. It's uh, quite uh, late for me, and I'll be going to bed. It was great a fantastic day, space. Okay, have yeah. a great night, Sundar. Uh, yeah. yeah, I wish uh, you invest in altcoins and make more money than the Bitcoiners. <laughs> have a good <laughs> night. Thank you. Yeah, thank so, you. Thanks, thanks for all the information, Sundar. Thank you. Thank yeah, yeah thank you Sandarya it was nice talking to you yeah we have rocker rocker nova uh, shishir chauhan uh, rocker uh, i'm not sure if you have already gone i was out for a while uh, do, do you have any points here to add or sushin okay i think people have slipped you guys are on mute if you're trying to speak 
capitalism and socialism that was like wow <laughs> then uh, so yeah we, lot of things i think yon uh, also said a lot of things i mean ishwar i mean yeah i was uh, completely blown by his perspective i mean yeah that was a nice one yeah ishwar um, gave money joined late today but also money was uh, good i mean he spoke for lot, lots of less i mean very less time uh, yeah but thank you josh man you like uh, single handedly moderated it very well kind of Uh, no, yeah, man. that's okay. Uh, yeah, like Ishwar actually, you know, when I was listening to Ishwar, he was giving balanced view because what he was saying, like he was saying practical things, like when something has to become real, how what challenges would be there. So that was a good perspective to hear today. And money, were you here when Sundar was, uh, you know, kind of comparing it, uh, comparing Bitcoin as a victory for capitalism? Were you here in this room? <laughs> I mean, you know, actually, actually, what I feel, yeah, I feel is actually, that when they go for the proof, proof of work, right? So when they go for this proof of work, they they tell that you do the work, you get paid in Bitcoin. So that is a sign of capitalism. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That was not the argument. So, so what he said? Exactly. I understand. He he went he went like a like two steps, three steps, or ten steps ahead. No, it was China. like China banned it, so it's capitalist. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Socialist country banning Bitcoin. That 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 is why um it it is. Uh, so capitalist. why 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 is the question directed towards me right yeah yeah no, why no, no, especially no. as money was because in another room when i and money were there maybe this was the same room but another time money saw the bitcoin uh, from a different perspective like something maybe i may be wrong but he, like i was getting an impression that he's saying bitcoin is against capitalist and here sundar came and he said bitcoin is pro capitalist and so it would have been very nice to listen both of your discussions if uh, you were together uh, yeah uh, i mean yeah actually i mean sundar is not wrong like i mean how how people perceive capitalism communism in terms exactly. of boxes is a very wrong thing right now i mean like the people who oppose capitalism you go on you go on look at uh, pe- people who who are against capitalism i mean there are some literal communist people who think that private property is itself is a bad thing so i mean i'm not talking about those people but most of the people who are anti capitalism in a sense they talk they, they always see that see how the rich people are doing these things and the, that things but rich people are doing those things because the government has the power and government is giving power to them so whenever you give the control to the government the biggest beneficiaries of that power is the richest people and the crony capitalists and in fact the the, the people who are pro capitalists i mean in the sense uh, the real who who people who say that pro free markets i mean i always use terms free market as a as a good indicator not as a capitalism the word so the people who are pro free markets are in general they also point out all the time they also point out the same thing see how these people are getting how these corporations are getting uh, benefits from the government so so what the government is doing is government government gives a big set of regulations or all this kind of nonsense and it it exempts few people from from it so what it essentially doing is government is picking up 
who is the winner who is the loser in the in the terms of the currency also whenever the government prints money the government gets the control of the money whenever the government can, gets the control of the money most of the benefit of the money goes to the crony capitalists so if the bitcoin comes into the place bitcoin removes the power from the government so it will remove the power uh from the crony capitalists so that's what the that's what the common cause of uh, say 95% of the population uh, will be happy that uh, like ambani and adani doesn't get a special privileges from uh, government or any kind of rich people so i mean yeah sundar is coming from uh, a capitalist point of view yeah i'm coming from a i'm coming from a like socialist point yeah, of view i'm i'm, I'm just uh, Yeah. i am just frustrated about the politics the people who the left and right and these, these are all all stupid people they are they, they always focus on stupid things so yeah sundar is coming from the other way yes i think well, yes exactly what sundar ji mentioned na like about that uh, with the decentralization and uh, the true capitalism the true true capitalism still not witnessed by people so that is one take and theory on uh, decentralization and bitcoin so, and i think sundar ji so was give me one okay give me okay But i'll put one example and one, and one thing which yeah, i would like one thing yeah. which i would like to add on top of this is please don't call china socialist yeah, it's, they are it's, not it's anti communist yeah, yeah. not socialist do not use that word yeah. completely centralized so jack ma and, and other private ownership and like you know the this that thing is not there monopoly so use i come from a history background so yeah don't use the word so So tell me one thing. Uh, But China yeah. is authoritarian. I mean, yeah. it's like most of the authoritarian, and I mean that's why capitalism and socialism these boxes doesn't uh, go well when we are discussing situations. I mean, it's all about authority. Who has the authority, and who who is giving the authority? And if if, if the government decides to be ultimate authority and control each and everything, it is it is impossible. to control each and everything and do everything right for example soviet union i mean the the, the soviet union the biggest the bourgeoisie of the the biggest no not bourgeoisie the, the, the there is a name for the bureaucracy they will decide how many belts this year has to be made how many like some items has to be made i mean the government will they will they will put up the commissions themselves and they will decide what has to be produced in this country and who has to be produced in this country and like i mean uh, if anybody produced at least a little bit more than limit they, they, they will be criminally liable i mean this is the same system india has been used uh, under indira gandhi Like I mean, uh, it was like anybody. One second, money, did... money. Yeah, please money, don't money, take letters, any letters, names. Letters, the replays are wrong. Okay. <laughs> Just don't take any names. No businessman, no government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no names, no names. Okay. But if government, I, I understand. I mean, I, 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 I understand. We uh, some of us will uh, like be with you, or some of us will uh, will not be with you. But yeah, we get get everything. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so you sure? Yeah. So I was just uh, wanted to add some closing remarks. So, if you look at uh, China perspective, right? They are not true socialists. There are businessmen. There are businesses that are thriving. They are okay to earn their capital, though there are some restriction. You can say that there is a authority in the regime, like some bit or somebody else mentioned. But they are not socialists at all. So, again, the uh, question or the comment on uh, because uh, Bitcoin is banned by China, so it make it uh, capitalist. I think that's not a good argument. Uh, but yeah, the idea of having a free market. which is a definition of capitalism having a free market where you are allowed to make as much as you money as you want 
without any restriction or without any uh, questions around it or without you being ridiculed by the local population or being jealous by the local population i think that's a definition of a true capitalist society so as bitcoin i don't think so there is any regulation or anything it's a kind of a free market uh, itself so i think that puts him puts it in the definition of uh, you know capitalist right uh, so i think that that would be a logical uh, you know uh, definition but from uh, i think uh, the other coins and the, uh, you know apart from bitcoins uh, those who are you know wanted to land and expand in their own area maybe have some loyal base or loyal following at the end of the day it is up to the investors uh, there are people who will back one or the other coin and there are people and believers who are either believing in elon musk or any other billionaire who has a good say in the market and they might be able to promote uh, some of the alt coins as well but uh, at the end of the day uh, most of these alt coins uh, along with bitcoin and the other whatever the market is being created few will survive and most of them will shut down this is similar to any enterprise or any product right at the end of the day you will find that uh, it is not that everyone is doing the same kind of business you will have few that has survived that uh, chasmen few have uh, fallen into that so similar to your startup average right uh, not all startup uh, succeed there are few fail there are few uh, that rises up but you as an investor if you have put in your money your hard earned money in uh, some of the alt coins which again uh, doesn't have much future uh, and it is just a pure manipulation that is been going on at that moment when you have purchased it because of somebody has influenced you to do that i think that would be something uh, which you have to be a little careful about and uh, again uh, on the bitcoin as well uh it's been 11 year it's running uh it's been successful in many aspect at the same time uh government earlier uh if you look at from their perspective uh, usually they are very late to most of these regulation same thing happens with social media companies uh, i don't want to name any but uh, when the uh, regulation come uh, how they can collect data and then there was laws uh, that were passed uh, in europe and the other countries india also is going to have their own version of data privacy law uh, so again uh, at the end of the day uh, government is always far behind when it comes to putting up a regulation but when they come in they come in with brute force that's what happened in most of the cases and uh, again uh, in terms of ban um, Uh, especially in india uh, government is not afraid to ban anything that i have already seen and uh, there would be hue and cry definitely that will happen but government always have a, a you know way to control that as well so definitely if you as an investor you have to think through very hard how the next couple of months weeks or even years would be for any of the cryptocurrency or a coin if you are investing in it what i feel is nft is something that can be easily legalized uh, because uh, it will have a smart contract then you can link it with the real life contract it is easier to put a legitimacy to that and uh, you as an investor will uh, you know find a way uh, to get it legalized uh, because it is backed by an actual ip or an actual product uh in the background right or a digital uh, product whatever you want to call it but yeah it has something in the background so nft is something which i feel would be there metaverse definitely it is not that uh, we were not using the online form of uh, paying in your uh, video games which are you know uh, which are kind of a universe on their own 
whether it is leagues of legend or any other mobile platform gaming which has their worse within that around fortnite or whatever you want to call it people were paying earlier through uh, paypal and it is okay to do that even now as well i don't think so uh, bitcoin is essential for the metaverse to survive right from that point of view so uh, again there are alternative payment method which are proven to be successful and people are using that for years to pay it online too and there are wallets there are other ways as well to convert your regular currency into a digital format and then there are ways to transfer too so from that point of view i don't think so crypto is something which is like a very very essential for the metaverse to survive so i think even that connection is illogical if somebody is doing it uh but yeah so given that it's been 11 years and there are a lot of backers and people have put in their hard and money uh, bitcoin so it will not be an easy fight for any government uh but yeah there will be a definitely uh, you know two side uh, fight at least the currency part will die down asset is something which uh, at least i'm hoping that some white paper came in where it is able to explain within financial instrument how bitcoin qualifies as an asset right so if there is a white paper there available and if somebody is able to write that in next couple of years or couple of months definitely that will provide some kind of backing to the government or to the central bodies uh, like rbi to go back to that paper and just refer to that that what logic has been followed in that and they can make a case out of it and if it is recognized by a large number of central bank definitely our central bank will recognize that too but at the end of the day it totally depends on how the next couple of months will be right now it is not looking positive to be fair yeah thanks ishwar thanks for your inputs and whatever points you made today and there was a this was a i know a great discussion like one of the good sessions we had in clubhouse i think i remember one which was with shrini ji and today there were many people and with different views and everybody was so disciplined listening to each other which we really appreciate so thank you ishwar have a great night yeah i think it is pretty late in india now uh, and uh, i don't see any hand raises so if if someone has any question concern comment last minute opinions then raise your hand we'll bring you up or anyone in the speaker panel wants to add something or else we will close this room in 2 to 3 minutes yeah i just um this is ivan again thanks guys i just want to say thank you so much for the space yeah it's like 1:00 in the morning for you guys right um And thank you so much for this space because you know again it's going to be interesting to see how things unfold and uh even though I I have some experience like we're all still learning I'm still learning as things are evolving and changing that's why I think it's so important to pay attention to you know to listen to everyone's different perspective and viewpoint as things are progressing so I just want to thank you guys for your input and everything and and have a wonderful evening and I appreciate the space and I appreciate you guys thank you thanks everyone uh, ask you something How to pronounce your name? Oh sure, yeah, it's Ivan. Oh Ivan, I'm so sorry. I was I was saying I think I was pronouncing Yoni or something. I'm so sorry. Ivan, oh no, that's all right. I'm terrible I'm at so- things like that, so it's all good. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I think you're celebrating Thanksgiving today, right? In US or is that, it? That oh, was, it was uh, yesterday. Yesterday, sorry. actually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you had a great uh, day yesterday, and I think this will be a long weekend for you. Yeah. Or doing great, great. the Black Friday shopping and everything. I'm always wow, yeah, great, um, awesome, awesome. I'm yeah, thanks for joining the room. Yeah, blessings, blessings to mm. everyone. Thanks, you guys. Have a have a wonderful evening and a great rest of your weekend.
thank you yeah it is belated uh, belated <laughs> <at> 1 am <laughs> in india it is yeah. 1 am yeah we are, we are not agreeing. it's good morning <laughs> good morning oh yeah cuz it's 1 o'clock yeah, right it's 1:15 it's 1:15 am like and we guys going to clash on the bed as soon as the session ends so very very one of the best sessions uh, at clubhouse today thanks thank you thank you guys thank you uh okay let us close this session thank you suman thank you ravi ankit thank you ankit are you trying to say something no thank you sir यू आर लिसनिंग टू द क्रिप्टो हब इंडिया पॉडकास्ट डू फॉलो अस वेर एवर यू आर लिसनिंग सो दैट यू गेट नोटिफाइड अबाउट द लेटेस्ट एपिसोड एज सुन एज देर आउट वी आर एक्टिव ऑन फेसबुक ट्विटर यूट्यूब टेलीग्राम एंड क्लब हाउस Visit cryptohubindia.com to get all our social links. This is Nirmal Sarkar signing off. Thank you.